This is the Dorksman. This is the way of the dork. Welcome, everybody, to episode 68 of the Four Dorksman podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. This is Joey. I'm Collector Clint. And this is Asian Tony Stark. This is the worst because this is like in the first like 30 episodes where we've had normal introductions. <laughs> right? Like Joey threw us off completely. Like, this is Joey. I'm like, yes, it is. Who? But who? Yeah. Being crazy about being normal. Yes. We just follow what um, he does. If he goes off the rails, yeah, then exactly. of course if I he do. Goes crazy, Clint never does. Crazy. Clint is always like, he just chuckles and he goes, this is a collector Clint. And then I'll <laughs> That's because I know I can't top it, witty. so I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to let it flow yeah. and enjoy it. But uh, thank you everyone well, anyway. for joining us. This um, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Uh, you'll get an automated robot, uh, robot response. Robot. robot. Um, so yeah, please make sure you do that. Uh, we always loved your questions uh, on Twitter. Uh, ask the dorksman. Use that hashtag. Uh, keep the questions coming. We love we love seeing them. We love hearing them. Um, we would love to see your answers as well. So feel free to answer it when you guys uh, ask the question, or you can save it till. Clint hits you up when uh, we uh, get to it to an episode. Uh, if you ask the question, we will get to it at some point. Sorry, Manny. Maybe not all of yours, but maybe. Maybe one day. We do our Dorksman um, After Dark episode. We'll answer some of Manny's questions. Yeah. Mm. We're getting close. We're getting close to that one. So <laughs> One week we'll away. See. Yeah, we'll see what happens <laughs> next week. Any, anything can happen, like a normal introduction. Um <laughs> Also, make sure you're playing along, uh, Dorksman Bingo. Uh, we love to see your bingo cards. As always, shout out to Andrew, uh, Andrew Newbeardland, for building that for us, and also Larry from the STS Guys and the Totally Rad Movie Pod for putting that together. And speaking of Andrew and his podcast, Joey, you were just on um, his podcast with his brothers, right? The Toy Rewind? Toy Rewind, I was, yes. I, I was the uh, adopted brother that they never wanted to talk about until last week, and they finally acknowledged <laughs> me as part of the family and allowed me on with the rest of them. But yeah, we, we had a good time. It was uh, fun. You're like the Hugo from Treehouse of Horror. Right? <laughs> Give him some fish heads and That's just right. call it a day. Yeah. It, it's weird being on somebody else's podcast when you don't really have any responsibilities other than to just be there and, and show up kind of yeah. show up and then just chat along and you know their format's a little bit different than ours so it's it's always interesting going on to somebody else's uh podcast but it was nice just getting to sit back and and uh play the game without having to you know make the game and it was not really a lot of pressure because it's like a continuing game mm -hmm. that they do between the other two brothers between mm -hmm. um michael and john and so i just had to give my points away at the end of the game <laughs> one of them <laughs> Oh, you had to, I, geez, I was going to say, could you just disrupt it? But you had to give points away. Interesting. Yeah. I, I need to go listen. I will listen this week. I'm sorry for the delay, guys. I, yeah, blame, I, I blame this U.S. election that just took everything. It's still going. Well, yeah, it's still going, but it's, <laughs> it's at least not. At least we're not glued, glued yeah. to the news just waiting for something to develop now. But right, right. anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what else was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, election stuff aside, we, we won't get into it. You've seen it all this week. You've heard it all this week. Um, you're probably honestly really tired of hearing and seeing it. Uh, so we're, we're just going to skip right over that. Um, we joked about doing a political episode, but uh, that's just not who we are. It's not what we're about. Um, so we will, so we will, we'll definitely avoid that. 
Um, so yeah, let's jump right into the Ask the Dorksman questions. Uh, first question this week comes from our buddy Larry, just mentioned, uh, aka Nerd and Cheese on Twitter. Uh, his question is, if you could pick one sitcom family to be part of, who would you pick? I, I'm i going to answer his question, but then I'm going to kind of uh, do like we normally do and kind of do a little twist on it and just do a pop mm-hmm. culture family in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so for as far as a sitcom family, like I'd pick the Goldbergs. Oh, uh, good pick. Solid choice for a lot of people. But Absolutely. Uh, I really identify with, with Adam, not so much on the, the brother and the sister part of it and having the siblings growing up because I was an only child growing up, but on just the, you know, the nerd out part. Uh, and the stuff that, you know, he's going through in the 80s was obviously the same stuff that I was going through in the 80s as a kid, you know, being born in 1980. Uh, but if I get to pick just a pop culture family, uh, we've been on a uh, Harry Potter rewatch, me and the kids have, and I would I would want to be one of the Weasleys. <laughs> one of the 10,000 <laughs> of them? I mean, yes. there's, there's a yes. few. First of all, it wouldn't be much to Mr. and Mrs. Weasley because they already have, like you said, 47 kids. So just one right. more is not going to really add much. But they just they just always seem to be, except for their jerk brother that was like – Percy. Uh, yeah, Percy. Uh, we were talking about him today. We were watching Order of the Phoenix. I'm like, I hate Percy. And my daughter was like, Man, nobody likes him. Um, <laughs> and that's true. Right? We're just <laughs> – great like i just love that family i love their their bond and their chemistry and i think they did a really good job playing that out in the movies amongst the uh actors and actresses that played the the different weasley characters so that would be my two picks i guess for going kind of a little off script so so real quick since you went off script would you be one of the older ones like the ones that are out doing stuff or would you want to be one of the younger ones that's actually at school at the time nah i'd probably want to be one of the younger ones to to get to go through school and and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah no i uh i i agree with that completely just because of uh um I, just because of the, uh, the twins fred and i can't think of the other one's name but george um, george yeah just see the antics they'd get in and actually witness that i think that'd be worth it so well, this was the movie where they went off on umbridge at the at the end and they kind of like dropped out of school by going all right hog wild and setting off the fireworks and all that stuff yeah I need to go back and rewatch those. Now I'm a little jealous. I guess that would be mine. See, I'm kind of disappointed in you, Ryan, because I thought you were going to end up saying like you were like uh, uh, Benson and Stabler's love child or something like that from from SVU. It's not a sitcom. So he answered the yeah, he answered your question. Yeah, but I thought he was going to go off cuff like I did, but he didn't. Yeah, he just stayed, Ryan. Yep. (laughs) Who would who would win in a fight, Joey? You or Bart? Or you or Barry? Huh? Um, from the Goldberg. Barry Goldberg. You are Barry oh. Goldberg. Oh, please. Barry is all bark and no bite. I don't know, man. Dude. He knows you know he knows Kung Fu. Uh, he, or, he might yeah. beat you in a hundred meter dash though because of the the way he runs. Like <laughs> it's so aerodynamic. Like it's know. like it's just, awful running. just flipping his arms around and shit. Yeah. The crazy um, part of the show is that in real life, Adam Goldberg had two brothers and they yeah. turned mm-hmm. brothers into the <laughs> Eric character. They turned yeah. Eric into Erica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like, we can't have three brothers. So sorry, brother, you're a sister now. Um, so that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, see, Goldberg's was gonna be my answer because I absolutely love that show. Um, so I definitely you can have I, it I too. Don't wanna, I don't want to. Eh, no. He chooses what I think he's gonna choose because it's what will, I almost chose. Will the Simpsons? Does the Simpsons no. count as a sitcom? No, that's no. What you were gonna choose? No, it does count as a sitcom, but that's not who I thought you were gonna choose. Who do you think oh, okay. I was gonna choose? N- 
hashtag no racist, but I thought you were going to choose fresh off the boat. <laughs> you and Eddie can hang out. Yes, me and Eddie would get along. Me and, me and oh, young Eddie would get along. I, I love the Wongs. It's that little biggie too. right there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the whole yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this is the Smart Brother, and yeah, it's or Smart Brothers, excuse me. And yeah, that's a great show too. It's not on anymore, right? No, no, it went off uh, air. No, it went off season, like, yeah, but, season yeah. last one, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dysfunctional families and shows that are about to go off the air, I don't know if any of you've seen Shameless before mm. on Showtime. Heard it's really good though. Me and, and my wife just binged it over the summer. All nine seasons that had already come out, and the tenth and final seasons coming out. That is that is a family I would not want to be a part of. Like if like no. if his question was which sitcom family would you never want to be a part of, that would be my choice there. Yeah, this would be the one. Yeah. Yes. When somebody asks that, we'll be there. Anyway, fantastic. Why don't you pick The Office, Drew? You could be like uh, Michael's well, son office, or something. That, that's that's the stretch <laughs> of the word family, though. You know, that's true. That's I'm awesome. White and Angela's love child. <laughs> your your creed's illegitimate offspring is what you'd be. Oh, you could be one of Dwight's brothers, just working in the fields in the beet farm. Like you could totally, yes. you could absolutely be. Um, yeah, I think you already anyway. asked Larry. I think you already did, asked yes. Larry on Twitter. Awesome, Larry. We're looking forward to your answer. By the way, his um, might be step by step because that is a gift he shared mm. when he uh, posted his answer or posted his question. Another TGIF hallmark. Which is a very suitable answer, by the way, Brian. TGIF, everyone knows you're talking about, and yeah, works great. If you're a certain age group, I would say, right? Well, I I don't know if we have anybody that's in any listeners that fall into that like (laughs) 18 to 23 bracket. They might be a little (laughs) bit too young for it, but I want to be. I want to be in the Partridge family so I could play music. I mean, come on, man, it could be whatever you want. It's fine. (laughs) Be one of uh, one of the monkeys. You can be right. I want to be hey, in the. Hey, I want to be hey. in the Brady Bunch so I can play in a variety show. I mean, yeah, exactly. What do you want to yeah, say? That they they look like a fun family. The Brady Bunch would have been a fun family. <laughs> we have no yeah. discipline whatsoever. Sweet yeah, man. do whatever you want. I mean, let's be real. We These days, massive. with everything going on, I'm sure a lot of people feel like they're part of the Brady Bunch because everybody's always on a Zoom call. Look, we're on yeah. we're on a call <laughs> right now. There's squares. just we're missing yeah. a few squares. That's all. Yeah, where's <laughs> Alice? Alice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where's her maid? <laughs> our maid. Because that, that's anyway, let's just move on. Great question, Larry. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Larry. Uh, next question is uh, Alex from Alex DeLorean Wolfgang. Uh, his question is if you could steal credit, which is very important, uh, for any great piece of art, song, film, book, etc., which one would you claim? The happy birthday song. <laughs> Why you get no money from it? Oh, yeah, no, nope. let me finish. I would charge royalties for every time you wanted to sing it at a birthday party, but I wouldn't charge a lot, right? It'd be like, you have to PayPal me $1, but just think about all the birthdays around just, you know, the United States that go on on a daily basis and how many times that song is sang. just, you know how much money I'd make just on a daily basis from being PayPal $1 for the rights to sing that song. You'd make a lot. The the issue is with that is, would you have been there? This is part of the context of the question. Would you be when the song was originally created or, it, I mean, you're saying it's now because if it was originally when it was created, that's not a thing. You know what I mean? No, I don't understand what. So, <laughs> so the happy birthday song I'm assuming was created. I'm not even going to say centuries ago. Um, you know, when there wasn't any royalties for it. And even if there were, it's way past the statute of limitations. So you wouldn't actually get anything, assuming you created it in, I don't know, the 1500s, oh, let's say. 
I see what you're saying. So you'd have to right. figure out something that nobody's laid claim to yet. Is that the way the question's being? Oh worked? no, no. What I'm saying does it have to happen in the same time when whatever that creation was actually happened? I don't and know. It, I feel like we're being like borderline Ryan's right now. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going right, Ryan. full Ryan there. I'm going full Ryan. Somebody's right. got to do it. Right. I'm not seeing it. So. Never go full Ryan. Never go full Ryan. Do I need to pull perfect title. Lazarus meme right now? Yeah. For real? <laughs> the perfect title for this week's episode. Never Survive. go full Ryan. Well, there you go. Have at it. Never go full Ryan. Anyway, uh, anyway, fair enough. That's a good answer. So, um, I'll, I'll actually answer a little bit differently. I would say I would wish I could create the uh, the movie Anchorman. Uh, the reason being <laughs> is it's it's so funny and it just kind of set off this reaction that has created so many good movies and really brought some great talent and and just laughter to us from all you know like Forty Year Old Virgin to um, you know even some of the bad ones like This Is Forty still have their charm. Uh, Paul Rudd's career has revived will well you know will ferrell was doing good and just doing great steve carell we would probably wouldn't have gotten to the same capacity we have now so um anchorman is my answer i was gonna go post it now just to be funny like uh romeo and michelle but i decided against it how do you even follow that that was a good answer clint um with a trident <laughs> or a grenade right through the heart or a grenade <laughs> brick killed a guy <laughs> <laughs> Um, what kind of smart ass remark can I give you that will get a kick out of Clint? Oh, I know. I'll tie it back to another episode that we did recently, and I will say I would want to in- invent the question mark. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I, I so, mean, uh, bro- when you when you guys sent over the questions earlier today, I'm like, fuck if I know, man. That's this. Is a, no, it's a tough <laughs> yeah, question good, to answer because questions. there's a lot of different choices to go off of. But oh, there's not a wrong choice. There's just more fun choices. But maybe. I'm also the person that tries to find a finite answer for things, which is like a blessing and a curse for me. So I'm just gonna make a smart ass remark and say, yeah, question mark. Have you guys waiting. seen? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joy. I was waiting for Ryan to say, yeah, I wanted to be the guy that invented the Q4X modulator. For- <laughs> <laughs> The video 2.3 fan in my app. Right. There we go. Um, Flux capacitor. Since Alex is asking the question, there you go. Oh, there you Make go. Make it a real so, thing. I wish I was. I wish I was the guy that made the screw for this particular dishwasher. And <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have invented the lug nut. Um, I don't know if you guys. I want to I want to say this before we forget and go to the last answer here. Have you guys seen that? Uh, I guess she's a young woman who did the monologue. Of like doing a serious sad monologue, but she did that scene from Austin Powers. No, no, it's on Absolutely. Twitter. Try to find it. It's hilarious because she's like, my dad, he he was crazy. He he, you know, would say th- crazy things like he invented the question mark, and she even like actually starts tearing up. <laughs> it's very good, but I mean, she's like, I did this for my class, and no one caught it, it was from Austin Powers. So amazing. Try amazing. to find it. It's great if you haven't seen it. Oh, good. Uh, we just took a sack for 20 yards on four and eight with a minute 30 to go with five points down. I hate everything. Um, uh, we love my you, answer. We still did boys? No, not anymore. <laughs> I give up. I give up. Uh, anyways, um, so I think, see, initially, when I was thinking the answer, if everyone was going like something serious, I probably would have gone. For my serious answer, I would have been something like um, would have to be like something like Nike. Like you invite a invent a brand, so like a brand that's like super well known around the world, and that's what something I would take credit for. 
Um, but since we're just going off the rails here, I would say um, probably Iron Man. So I could stop <laughs> Iron Man 3 from happening. I think that's... Yeah, you, I, 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 you watch yourself, pal. <laughs> so I'm going to mute what, you pretty soon here. You're lucky there's an ocean and a continent in front of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if I could lay claim to anything, it would be Nike or uh, or Iron Man. So I wouldn't make Iron Man 3. Um, it, it's funny you mentioned Nike because I almost said I wanted to be uh, Tinker Hatfield mm -hmm. uh, and uh, come up with like... I don't know about fifteen of the Jordan, right? Of the most iconic shoes of all time. Yeah. I think some of the Air Maxes too. Mm -hmm. He did correct. a bunch of Air Maxes as well. Yeah. Yeah. He did genius, genius designer. Um, but thank you, Alex. Um, we'd love to hear your question. Hopefully, or hear your question, hear your answer. Hopefully, it's not Back to the Future related. Although I think it might be. I might have a have a, have a feeling it might be. But either like way, you know him or something. <laughs> either way, we'd love to hear your answer um so yeah so on to this week um we wanted to sit down this week and we actually really had no topic going into this week so full disclosure uh we we're gonna do an ask dorksman episode and then today we got the news that uh alex trebek uh, rest in peace uh, he passed away uh due to pancreatic cancer um fuck cancer cancer sucks yep um mm -hmm. um alex trebek jeopardy was such a huge part of i know a lot of people's lives uh, really changed the way I think we view game shows and really just like one of those things that such just a huge impact on a lot of people's lives and uh, such a big part of my dinner times growing up uh, watching TV with my family and stuff. So we wanted to do an episode this week around game shows. So talking about some of our favorite game shows and we talked a bit about our experiences with Jeopardy and stuff. Um, yeah. So have you guys ever done the Jeopardy questionnaire to, to try to get on the show? I have. Yeah. I, have. I have not. No. Nope. I've tried. I tried qualifying as um, college student. I tried qualifying just, you know, like the regular Jeopardy. Um, and I tried qualifying. But there's also a uh, like a teacher um, mm -hmm. a championship, whatever you want to call it, tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have not been able to qualify for any of those. I still get the emails every now and then. But, yeah, I did. I did try. That that was that was one of my bucket list things. I want to be on want to be on Jeopardy one day. Probably go on there and just get frozen and not answer one <laughs> single question the whole time. Be like, hey, I didn't figure finish with Ryan points or <laughs> negative, negative, negative eight eight points. points. I got one hundred points. Um, <laughs> you think it'd be like The Simpsons when you're when they're like Marge is down three thousand uh, dollars? Excuse me, Marge, you were down three thousand dollars, and I'm not going to let you leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going home with a home with a version of the home game. I just I just love how um, you know you mentioned that. I just love how ingrained uh, him, Alex himself, and that that game show is in in pop culture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's been referenced in a couple of movies, tons of TV shows. Um, it's it's I, I don't want to like be over sappy about it, but I think it is like a, a big part of a lot of people's lives as far as just growing oh, up. Yeah. Agreed. At some point, whether it was you were little or maybe like your teenage years or maybe older than that, you know, 20s or maybe even grown 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever. At some point, I think everybody has gone through that phase where they're just like steadily watching Jeopardy for, you know, for weeks, months, whatever it is for, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, I think there's probably few people considering how long it's been on that hasn't been a Jeopardy fan at some mm -hmm. point. 
another. And I think a lot of that's not only attributed to, you know, just a game show in general that people enjoy, but I think a lot of that's uh, attributed to Trebek and just his, he's kind of like the, uh, the Bob Ross of game shows as far as like mm-hmm. his inner mm-hmm. tone and his just, he's just even keel and he's very, he's very good with the guests as far as talking to them and, you know, making conversation and stuff like that. Just really enjoy the show. It's going to make me want to go back and, you know, I think it's on Netflix. I think you can binge uh, uh, as many episodes as you can probably can fit in a year. Can you <laughs> I really? really? You know, I didn't know, know this. You can actually binge watch Netflix. I mean, um, Jeopardy, Jeopardy on Netflix. Yeah, wow. Netflix. wow. This yeah. is a cool thing. <laughs> you can binge watch Netflix. <laughs> well, let me second guess myself. Dadgummit, Ryan. I'm going to have to go check. But I'm pretty sure it is on. That's on, pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure I remember wow. seeing that. that going to awesome. Google it. Ding. Oh, we also missed shout out. I'm sure we missed something else. Yeah, I anyway. made it weird yes, it earlier on, too. Uh... So I think that's oh, okay. a weekly thing. That's like a free square. So yeah, go. right. Netflix and um, Hulu, actually. Interesting. Classic I mean, it Netflix. makes sense. It's not like the history or the questions are ever changed answers. So why you know, why not, right? I, I think there's um, only three game shows like that, that that I can think of. Again, this is just my opinion. But I would think Jeopardy is probably mm-hmm. at some point been a part of everybody's life yeah, yeah. Uh, price is right obviously yeah. mm-hmm. i'm sure all of us have been you know sick at home from school and have turned uh prices right on at some point at grandma's house or, oh, or yes. our house uh and then probably wheel of fortune i would think those three mm. have probably been the biggies for most people growing yeah, up the trifecta yes for sure so question for you guys I mean, I know the, the Alex Trebek just passed, but if they do, which they probably will continue his legacy with, with Jeopardy, who would you want to replace him as as host? Ooh, good question. I was watching honest? the news earlier today, and he, um, they had an interview with him within the last year, and he made it very known that he wanted a younger female to actually host the mm. show. As is his that, is that what he said? I know he because he said he had no idea. I remember reading that. He has said um, he had no idea, but if that's who he said, then yeah, that, this was that's actually cool. a video clip of him, and they said oh, I, don't, okay. I don't know when that's exactly, cool. but you know, this is within the last maybe a year, year and a half ish. But he said a younger female who was um, obviously very knowledgeable, because you're gonna mm-hmm. have to have some dry humor in there and throw in your little shtick, kind of you know, to keep the party going as the way that he did. But I don't know that that's a hard question to do on the fly here, because there's a you're lot of good choices. You're basically describing mime Bialik in a. <laughs> yeah i mean if that's I, i'm actually i want to find the quote because i remember reading that and i should have been prepared but yeah i remember seeing exactly that that he only wanted he wanted to actually address it you know on a video and say for like half an hour before take the whole show say hey you know i don't know what's going to happen but you know mm. I'm, I'm, i mean not, not to be insensitive he is 80 years old you know he's he's and he looked great it's just this sucks like nate said fuck cancer but um uh, you know, he did he say for a very long time and he, and he looked, yeah, yeah. And he didn't, you know, he didn't look bad at all. Well, and he still was working. What was crazy was, you know, we just talked about him, you know, cameoing on, on movies and TV shows. I just saw, uh, Ryan Reynolds tweet out today, uh, that he had actually, while he was sick, filmed, uh, a bit for, oh, what's that show? Uh, the movie. Uh, oh, guy. movie. Yeah. Um, yes. For his guy. movie coming up. Free guy. That's what it is. Free, Free guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did a, a little scene for that and i thought that was that was great just to hear that he was you know still trying to you know keep busy and do stuff and i think he just enjoys it i think he en- enjoyed playing off of you know i know it was him but kind of it, it's almost a character at this point if you yeah. think about it 
Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. I think Will Ferrell can confirm that for the Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> One of my favorite ongoing uh, SNL skits is definitely Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, and I, I'm wondering. I mean, we're talking about Jeopardy will continue, which I agree probably will. And I mean, he even he, I think he even wants it to. But uh, you know, would they would they even do any more Celebrity Jeopardy parodies on SNL? Or I mean, especially since Sean Connery also passed away in the yeah. last eight days, which is crazy. But um, but back to Nate's question, um, if, if we're kind of going off of what Ryan said, he described. I, I actually think Maya Bialik is a is an interesting choice. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're about a female, she's a little quirky to say the least. So, mm-hmm. and her personality, I think would kind of uh, fit that game show mold a little bit. The first person though, that came to mind when um, Nate said something was Ken Jennings. Uh, mm-hmm. I think still holds the record record for. Yeah, I think he does. He holds the whole record for longest, I think not most money made, but the longest. Okay. So the most recent guy. Yeah. There, there's a, a recent guy, James Hauser. I think one of them holds the record for most money and the other one, holds the record for most consecutive wins. I don't and know. I think, I, I think Ken's longest wins because his strat he didn't have that crazy strategy like the other guy did. Longest win streak, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but that was my first choice. Ken, Ken's actually a consultant on the show now, so I don't mm-hmm. know if that would hinder him from doing it because he's already got a role or would make it an easier transition since he's already with the production. Uh, but that was kind of my first initial knee-jerk reaction when Nate said something before yeah, hearing what Brian had said. Mm-hmm. Let's be, uh, that, I, I like it. I'd be for it. I'd be for I wonder, too. and I, I hope they take a break, you know, like, like take a break, reformat it a little bit, take, you know, take yeah, a there's breather, no need to rush. Yeah. Like, you know, like he did, was it was since 1984, I believe. Right. Yeah. doing it. So, you know, have his legacy, let him have his time and, you know, let the family deal with, you know, the passing and the loss and then bring it back and, and do something in tribute of him. Right. Like mm-hmm. do it for him, yeah. I guess, in a way. Um, carry on his legacy properly exactly yeah the good news is i mean you know you can play homage by watching now is it sounds like he it's still it's taped far ahead enough that uh his final episode hosting will be on christmas day 2020 oh Oh, wow that's amazing that's really cool yeah so i think you know they can at least you know play those out which they absolutely will and then go from there so that's that's fun yeah you know one other thing i found very interesting nate um, yeah. As I was watching the news this morning, drinking my coffee, I did not know that he was Canadian. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, Nate? I did. Okay, just him and sure. uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. National <laughs> treasure. Just making sure, buddy. Your, be- your best not, bud. Not Carl Weathers. Not Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Carl Weathers is not Canadian. <laughs> no. Not, not in any sense. He did play for the Raiders. He did play for the Raiders. I wonder if Sully remembers that or it's like, oh, ding dreams. the bell. Sully got mentioned. Yeah, wakes up in a cold sweat, screaming Carl Weathers. Carl no! Weathers, no, Carl, I'm sorry. How many times did he bring it up when he was on with his brother? <laughs> yeah, at least four. <laughs> anyway, uh, back yeah. to topic. One thing I did see, and I, well, I we will talk more game shows shortly, but uh, I didn't know this. There was a clip of Alex Trebek was one of the like promo uh, interviewers from WrestleMania Seven. And did you too. see that clip? He's interviewing Jake the Snake Roberts. He's yeah. he's playing this. I think he's playing a character who's scared basically shitless of snakes. And he's like, I don't like this guy. And he's like, Oh, he's such a fan of your show. Jake the Snake, of course, in his calm demeanor, is saying that. And at the end, Alex Trebek like runs away. <laughs> like he literally <laughs> runs away because he's so scared of this snake. Wow. Yeah. And then 
Cletus goes, I guess you can't be on his show. You know, he says that's the snake, but um, <laughs> it was like, it's nice to see him doing a few other things. Um, one other thing I will say is Alex Trebek was a Mobro. For those of you who don't know what a Mobro mm. is, it's for the Movember Foundation. He had that mustache mm. for, God, like 25 years. I might even be other than it. That was iconic. So, you know, big shout out to him. I know he, and of course, you know, unfortunately cancer was what got him, but he, he, uh, well, you know, an advocate for all that kind of stuff, you know, fun Movember is all about cancer awareness and fundraising and he was all for it. So, uh, you know, he was even a philanthropist outside of just being his, uh, on air personality. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'll express in peace, man. Um, Jeopardy will always be, be your thing. Um, I mean, it's it's like it's like like uh, Joey mentioned earlier. Price is Right is always going to be Bob Barker, no matter how hard Drew Carey tries. Right. It just can't. It just can't be. You know. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate Drew Carey still doing it, but it's he, Bob Barker's. He does a good job of it. He um, does do a great he, job of it. It is. It is. All, I will always think of Bob Barker when you say Price is Right, just like the same as for all eternity. It'll be Alex Trebek when you mention mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Whoever mm-hmm. takes over, I'm sure they'll do a great job. But there's just some things you just have to. Um, you just have to understand and you just have to, mm-hmm. you can't like fill their shoes. You just have to do Pay it in homage. honor of them. And yeah. Well, and, you know, right. One thing I don't think we really, we have mentioned is with the guy who says, this is Jeopardy was Don Pardo and Don Pardo, I think passed away like five, 10 years ago. If I'm remembering. And then the reason I know that is he was also the announcer for SNL and that one he had oh, to keep doing, awesome. but they right. didn't for uh, Jeopardy because this is Jeopardy you know, can just be said over and over again. And same thing with him being like a major game show announcer kind of thing. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, even though he's been gone, they're still using that as, I think, an homage to him. So it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, One other thing, we'll get off Jeopardy one second, but have you guys ever heard the Weird Al song, I Lost on Jeopardy? No. No, I don't think I have. Oh, it's great. I mean, there's even there's even a music video for it, and it's old. It's back when they had, like, the sliding cards, not the, you know, the TV screens. But uh, instead of Our Love's in Jeopardy, and I don't remember who sings the original song, but uh, that, that just goes to show you how much I love that, is I Lost on Jeopardy, and it talks about how he, he got on the show and just bombed, and he did so bad. <laughs> he did so bad, he doesn't get a version of the home game. He doesn't even get rice a the San Francisco treat. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> rice Anyway, Jeopardy is one of those games that's, yeah, as, as Joey nailed it on the head between that, Wheel, uh, Wheel of Fortune, and uh, Price is Right is kind of like the trifecta. Well, you know, to kind of uh, feed off of Clint and kind of, I guess, use it as a segue into talking about more game shows, it, it's it's those shows that when you're growing up somehow get latched on to your your nostalgia part of your brain where you just you know think back to stuff and you know you might associate it with like maybe a certain family member you know that you watched you know certain shows with like uh my wife and i were talking i think yesterday we were talking about love connection i don't know if you ever watched that show with uh chuck woolery but that was like Mm -hmm. a show that like i watched with my dad uh you know my dad passed away like almost 20 years ago now. So it's like, it's like something that I still connect with him. But I think a lot of us, it's got, you know, that show, like, I don't remember which one of you just mentioned it, but like uh, coming home after school and watching Jeopardy, because that was about time that, and that was kind of like after, you know, you were at that age where you watched cartoons when you got home from school. Um, mm-hmm. And then you moved on to something else. So that something else was, was Jeopardy for me a lot, you know, watching that when I got home and, you know, watching um, Price is Right, 
you know, when you're homesick or watching Wheel of Fortune with my mom, you know, we all have that stuff that I think is, again, connected to that nostalgia center of our brains. Absolutely. So there's always something, you know, this game show has been around for forever, you know, dating back to, you know, prior to TV, you know, they had uh, radio mm -hmm. um, game shows and stuff. So. Yeah, my grandpa used to watch Jeopardy a lot when he was eating his dinner. Uh, a lot of times after elementary school, I would come to my grandparents' house, which is coincidentally now like right in front of me, right? Because my uncle lives in the front. Um, that was my grandpa's thing. He would eat in front of the TV. My grandma would bring him <laughs> his tray. He would be watching nice. Jeopardy. And a lot of the time after I came home from school and I had my little snack, I would sit in there and I would watch with him. He never, he was never like that, um, you know, like the dad in She's All That, where he's always giving those stupid wrong answers. My grandpa was never <laughs> one that would talk to the TV and try to respond to it, but he just, he found it fascinating for whatever reason. He just liked watching it every day. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it, 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 it nice thing. Okay, so this is one thing I actually really like about game shows in general. Uh, and not, I mean, they all don't, like Price is Right only kind of falls in this category. Wheel of Fortune kind of falls in this category, but they actually require some thought, some intelligence, you know, they have the mm. strategy, you know, I mean, they fall under reality TV, but at the same time, it's not like, you know, the real world where we're watching people live their lives and it's so exciting. Yay. But it's actually us, you know, interacting and with Jeopardy is great. I understand actually why I think it's really got an older demographic is because those people want to keep their brain smart and learn new things and, mm -hmm. you know, keep that going, which I think is great. Um, I should probably watch a lot more Jeopardy myself. I do Same. remember... Uh, being a little kid and you'd get a question right and you'd be so excited because you know you'd see these adults who have these phds on the show and you're like i'm in fifth grade i knew that kind yeah. of thing so <laughs> are you smart than a fifth grader if it was born right then and there but you know it's uh it's amazing how uh how jeopardy is still going still going strong you watch it now and you're like who the hell knows the answer to that and then all three of them ring in and get it instantly and then there's some questions where you wouldn't know the answer and they're all just like uh, you know, yeah, no it, idea what it is it amazed me how much of like actual pop culture they had wrapped into it like trebek mm -hmm. asking a question about odb it's like mm -hmm. this is on jeopardy yeah about wu-tang clan about method man yeah. or somebody in the broader hip-hop demographic from like the 1990s i'm like damn dude bravo they had a streaming category recently even did they you know i mean Dang. i think they did like ninja was an answer and you know oh, oh wow you know, all those guys but i mean they have, they have stuff like that I, I think the i think the contestants did lousy on that category right. if i remember <laughs> saying yeah. right i remember um i remember when it was like a, a sports category mm -hmm. and like you know growing up being a big sports fan like i knew all the answers and these people knew all the crazy history ones and then like sports they're just like yep they, I were, they were joking about just we won't know but we just have to ask the question anyways um yeah so that was always well there's certain like the people that go on there and like are seriously dedicated to getting on there like when they study for it there's certain categories that they will like uh refresh themselves on like you know art and history and you know literature and all that stuff and there's certain stuff that they won't spend any time studying for because the chances are low that something will come up and like sports trivia and stuff like that's usually one of the ones that don't they don't usually spend a lot of time prepping for um because these people get like seriously dedicated to it you know you have your people that i think end up on the show that have um i'm, I'm trying to think of the actual term an eidetic memory I may be mispronouncing mm -hmm. that where 
um, you just remember everything that you ever read, hear, see, whatever. Um, so I think you have people that fall into that category or at least pretty close to that, that just, yeah, just do totally. well automatically because they remember everything they've ever heard. Uh, but then you have people on the other hand that actually have to study for it um and prep for it so it's 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 interesting it's it's fascinating to me like the different types of people that you get on this show because i mean you have everybody like you said you'll have people with doctorates and phds and then you'll have just you know regular run-of-the-mill people that just do everyday you know uh jobs and just they're just fascinated with trivia or they just are very smart when it comes to that kind of stuff it's just very interesting agreed 100 percent yeah um not not to not to say this isn't going great but let's talk a few uh few more game shows here while we have time um what other shows have you guys really enjoyed watching over the years that you can think of family feud family feud yes. uh, excellent yeah. choice and Such that unfortunately um doesn't have the same nostalgia and the host like like mm -hmm. a jeopardy does um, yeah. i know steve harvey's the host now which by the way I hate the Steve Harvey edition that's on syndication because it's always a white family versus a black family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I know it's filmed. No, they're not. That's the thing. They're putting them against each other. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to lie. Usually the black family is so much more entertaining to watch because they're oh, they fun were. and having they're, a good time. They're having yeah. a good time. Yeah. But, but that's that. I mean, that's the point. They're having like this racist fight because it's filmed in Georgia. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Back it up. That. Back it up. Back it up. Anyway, yeah. and I know he does the the uh, the um, celebrity edition, which is different. But I'm like, stop it! Come on, it drives does me nuts the, every time. Somebody else hope it, uh, hosts the permanent celebrity edition, though, don't they? Like Anthony Anderson or something like that. I think. I think he, I thought he hosted something separate, like a different. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. there's a permanent celebrity edition of it now, and I think he hosts oh, okay. that. Like, mm, like okay. that's the only people that come on that edition is just celebrity. Right, right. Yeah, no, yeah, I got you. It's like yeah. on ABC or something. Yeah, yeah, something you. like that. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Is it Don Rickles? That's probably not right. Who hosted it originally? Who was known for like kissing all the women? No, it's not Don Rickles. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. You're, you're, go yeah, you're going back to like 70s, 60s yeah, time yeah, yeah. frame with right. that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of the, the name right now, but yeah, he was kind of a perv. Well, even even then, because <laughs> I mean, that show. I know Louis Anderson hosted it for a little yes, while. Yes, Louis Anderson. Uh, yeah. Richard Karn hosted it for a little yeah, while. Yeah, they've had a bunch of hosts. Yeah, they've had a bunch, but it is a fun concept for sure. I uh, I had to agree. It'd be fun to it'd be fun to do something like that with all like our different podcast families. Like have oh, that'd be uh, fun. Yeah, that'd have be, like us versus uh, Geek Together, or have uh, you know um, the nerd, the average nerd podcast versus Secondary Heroes, or something like that. It just be mm. fun to or do. SDS guys, SDS, yeah. SDS guys New versus Lynn. totally rad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd uh, be really fun. Like uh, panel for SDCC where we yeah. do like a Family Feud podcast uh, edition. Um, Maybe in three years when we can go to cons again, that's something we'll, <laughs> we'll float as an idea to somebody. Because I know we talked about, I mean, this is completely going off topic here. I know we talked about doing a panel, uh, trying to get a panel. So that's definitely something I'll put on a post-it note and we'll we'll revisit it once uh, the world clears up. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm curious because when Clint was asking about like your uh, game shows that, you know, you, you like and all that kind of stuff, like... To me, what what constitutes an actual game show to you? Because like, and, and what I mean by that is, would you consider something like uh, these bacon competition shows? Would you consider that mm. a a game mm. show, or is that its own category? Because I was thinking of like, 
um, American Gladiators. Like that oh, was one of my favorite gosh, shows to watch show. growing up. Nitro, Turbo. Well, now the same thing now. <laughs> it's just all I don't, you know what. <laughs> Joust. Hosted by the Watt brothers. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of like uh, American Ninja Warriors kind of stuff. Right. Oh, you totally. Know, you know, stuff like that. Is that, do you consider that a game show? I mean, there's prizes to be won. And, it, and it's there's talent. A contest. And, and, yeah. 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 No, it's a good point. I guess I don't. I just feel like game shows are always more, have at least an element in luck, but even those have a luck in it. So I, that's a great question. I don't know how to answer it, to be honest. Because when I was thinking of, oh, what are your, some of your other favorite game so, shows? And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, American Gladiator. And then I was like, well, is that a game well, show? Would, would, uh, would like American Idol fall in that? Or The Voice? Or, um, I, I think mean, it by is, definition, is The Masked Singer? And you guys can chime in here because obviously I'm the least least knowledgeable when it comes to like sporty ball stuff but you were gonna say everybody hold on when i when i Ryan's hear the word technical. game technical. i'm thinking like the word competition to go along with it in the thesaurus mm. right so by definition my opinion would be yes they would all fall under that mm. quote-unquote competition mm. bucket or fall into the competition bucket mm -hmm. no matter if you're mm. in a cooking competition show if you're doing trivia if you're doing Family Feud, if you're trying to beat somebody up in Joust on American Gladiator, you know, or now <laughs> now it's the Titan Games, right? The Rocks thing that he's doing on NBC. It's kind of similar in fashion mm -hmm. to what they were doing on American Gladiators. So I would say yes to all of them, but that's my opinion. Okay. No, I, I, you guys make some great arguments, and I, 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 I mean, the, the truth of the matter is, it falls under the reality TV category, as in it's something that's not pre-scripted. You're right. There's competition regardless how you look at it. There is prizes at stake. Like, why wouldn't it be? Mm -hmm. I would 100% agree. Now, I think for the sake of what we're talking about, I think we're more focusing, and this is the impression I had, more focusing on a quote-unquote traditional. We mentioned Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, um, those kind of shows. You know what I mean? It's kind of the impression I have. But I, 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 you guys make a great argument. I, 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 they're a game show. Period. I think like reality shows, like the singing competitions and like uh, America's Got Talent and whatnot. I would say, I would say that those don't fall under the game show category. But I would argue that like American Gladiators and like Double Dare, like you know, those oh, ones Double, Dare. Up on, Double Dare for sure, yeah, would definitely be a uh, would fall under the game show category. Um, and one one thing that I saw the other day. It's been I don't remember this at all. Uh, a show called Battle Dome. Do you guys remember Battle Dome? I remember Battle it Dome. It rings a bell, but I couldn't yeah. tell you anything about it. So it's it was an American Gladiator show, but it was scripted with um, backstory like a wrestling show, like 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 it was like WWE style scripting, okay. but still had actual competitive elements of American Gladiators. So think about the Gladiators would have been like Hulk Hogan style with over the top. They'd have uh, their own story that they'd play around in the background, but then they would actually compete against an actual person that was not part of their storyline. They would just be in competition, like a physical competition with them. And I'm watching the show, then all of a sudden, Terry Crews comes out oh, as geez. one of the Battle Dome uh, participants. Like he's like, he's uh, this, I, I, he's completely stereotypical comes out with like gold chains uh he's got his entourage uh he has uh like a team of like uh of uh blonde secretaries uh you know so it's super stereotypical super scripted 
they had some crazy guy that looked like the undertaker come out just said he escaped from a, a mental asylum um <laughs> it was insane and i was just like why am i watching this i'm like this is hilarious and i can't stop watching and it was just so hard to watch but i couldn't stop watching the train wreck and they were saying and that there's some of the 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 competitive stuff they were doing was like borderline dangerous like the stuff like you shouldn't have been doing this like even if like they had the proper safety precautions you should not be doing this one of the events um was so they had like these two kind of big cranes and they would stand on i guess it was like um like it looks like it's like a circle on either side and it would clap together so your goal was to hang on when it clapped together oh gosh <laughs> so it would, it would it would raise you up like 10 feet off the ground and it would pull you back and then it would clap together and of course there was pyrotechnics and everything like when it hit together because this is like the 90s and you could do whatever the hell you wanted on tv and it was just like this isn't safe <laughs> this guy's is this guy's wearing like uh like a like a gladiator suit with no protection and, and a helmet it's like good luck buddy <laughs> yep and uh yeah i would definitely look it up and watch some episode if you could it was just it's insane it's called battle dome it's it's 30 episodes so it lasted two years it's incredible, incredible i need to check that out when you yeah. said when you said battle dome it reminded me of battle bots yes <laughs> and, that, and that would be a game show too yeah, yeah. that would be absolutely be a game show yeah yeah yeah. I, I love that show. Yeah, me too. That's, that that was one of McGuire's goals. He's like, well, we need to go on BattleBots one day." I'm like, <laughs> "Like, all right, you you build it, and I'll 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 drive it." <laughs> right. Like that episode of The Simpsons when Doctor Frink goes, it just destroys everybody. But yes, anyway. So I have um, a question for you guys about the game show thing too. Then, mm -hmm. um, a lot of what we were talking about so far involves some level of skill. Now, mm -hmm. what would you say in uh, reference to that new show, The Wall? Because to me, there's mm. not, uh, I don't want to say there's no skill involved, but there's no apparent real level of skill because it's all guesstimation and level of chance. I don't see any strategy mm -hmm. behind it unless you're wagering, you know, how much. I don't know a lot about that one. I've, I've it's basically it, like, but... you know, you, it's kind of like Flinkle, more or less. It's like you choose right. something and then the premise is you want to try and avoid specific areas because you, you'll zero out. You might. Well, drop into the I, position where you get the million dollars versus ten thousand dollars, etc., kind of thing. Well, I would say that's a game show, though, because I mean, look at—I mean, I, no, has, I, I'm, I'm so still saying it's a game show. Lot. The thing I was yeah. asking is like most of the other things that we're talking about require some level of skill, right? You mm -hmm. need to learn how, or you need to know how to spell to be on Wheel of Fortune. You need to have at least that skill. <laughs> you need to have at least some level of trivia to be on Jeopardy or have some sort of opinion about everything to be on Family Feud and make a logical guess on it but for that i was just like do you really need a level of skill because even um You're... what's it what's it called that um game show that you have to guess a song that jamie hoax jamie fox hosts oh that's you need right. to yeah. have knowledge of pop culture right you know there you go thank you i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say skype that's not right <laughs> beat skype um yeah, I mean, I, I well, I mean, look you, to answer your question. The Price is Right is a, is a game show, and it has Plinko, which is the same exact thing. You know, um, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many games there that you get lucky. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. If you know every single price for every single item that's on there, you need something else to do. You know what I mean? So a lot of it has to be at least luck and guesstimation and what have you. But yeah, um, 
I, I I don't know much about that either. I'd like to see that just to see. It. There's a lot of game. I, I don't watch much TV as much as I'd like, at least nothing of adult nature, but it's all kid <laughs> stuff. It's all, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a uh, true in the magic kingdom lately, but either way. Yeah. Um, game shows are awesome. I actually, I'd, I'd be okay if they got rid of every reality show and replaced it with mm-hmm. a game show. Every single right, one. I'm absolutely okay. With I would be too. okay if the E network turned into the game show channel because I do not. <laughs> e is dumb, in my opinion, and yeah, it's got. Some I used to watch stuff. E when Jim Jim Henson was hosting Talk Soup back in like the late '90s, early oh, 2000s. Oh, Talk Soup. Jim Henson. Skunk I, Boy. I, I, you remember Skunk Boy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that, I, no, I don't watch it about, anymore. I thought you were talking about uh, the Muppeteer, but um, no, Jim Henson. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's his name was on that for a little while. Winger from Community. Um, why can I not mm. think of his name? Um, Joe McHale. Yeah, Joe McHale. I wanted to call him Jeff, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, Joe McHale was on there for a little while. They have a woman hosting now. But at least that's like, you know, a, a scripted entertaining show versus keeping up with the Kardashians or uh, whatever the Calvin Larry show was or – you know, so I mean, ETV's or basically Vanderpump rules or whatever the hell that other bullshit <laughs> yeah, you get my point. Yeah, yes. Rather see normal people competing to win. <laughs> There's a, I don't know how much you guys watch Smosh, um, which is like a skit comedy show that's on like Facebook and everything. They do one where a girl wins a boat and she's like, yay. And she lives in an apartment. So the boat's in the apartment. They're like, hey, nice boat. I have to evict you. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, interesting <laughs> shit. <laughs> so you never know. But anyway. Um, some good stuff I, there. I really do miss those uh competition shows like like Double Dare, like where it's like more goofy and um less like I mean the Titan games and stuff like that are, are really cool because it's like you're seeing some really athletic, some really strong people do some really amazing physical feats. But I want to see slime. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see goofy. I want to see like something fun. You know, like. As much as I do like American Ninja Warrior and and that type and type of show, it's just it's so painful to watch sometimes because they try to take it so seriously that mm-hmm. it's just like I, I get it. This person can balance really well running across this uh, spinny pole above water, but how many times can you watch this like without? Um, you know, I, I was never invested in it as like I, I was gotcha. with like American Gladiators, right? Like and with American Gladiators, you were like, I like this guy. I hope he wins. And you're watching it, and um, I just felt it felt more. I felt more connected to the, a show like that versus like something where it's just like, hey, look, this guy owns a CrossFit gym. Good for him. He's doing some <laughs> some exercises and stuff. And it's like it's eh. the same one you've seen somebody else do you know, 300 times or whatever it is right. beforehand. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I think it I, depends I, on your I, demographic, Nate, right? Obviously, right. Well, that's sure, sure, sure. demographic. And I was going to say, yeah. I enjoy watching it, but I, I, I'm i in that boat. Like, it's on. It's like, oh, okay. Let, wow, that's impressive. Wow, that's <laughs> oppressive. Going wow, back to, like, impressive. singing competition yeah. shows. I mean, the voice mm-hmm. is great. I, I prefer watching yeah. that over American Idol these days, especially this season. Yes. Uh, quick well, yeah. little shout out for my friend Joe. He's from Hawaii. He's actually on the show this year. He got a chair oh, no from Kelly Clarkson, so he's on Kelly's team. So oh, I'm good for him. You know, truly rooting for him because he's a very talented guy. So Me I hope he too. goes far. Now. But <laughs> within the context of like singing competition shows or like we'll say music competition shows, I feel more of a connection to the four. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. That's the one that they had Diddy and Khaled and oh, Meg Trainer. I was like, I like the banter between Diddy and Khaled. But I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm more of a hip hop guy than just like watching people sing, right? So 
Mm-hmm. But again, the reason I bring it up is it's like I probably wasn't the core demographic for a show right. like American Ninja Warrior, but I was probably more in line with something like before. And unfortunately, they I don't think they got renewed. I thought it was funny. They nice. did a there was a rhythm and flow was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um and I it was it was really hard to watch. It was just not a I I I I I'm with you. I like I like those types of shows because like that's just the type of music I enjoy and it's just I want to see that type of competition, but again, as you know how I feel like a lot of times in hip hop and stuff it's just like it's this weird persona you have to portray when you're when you're making that type of music when you're doing that and i feel that it's just it's hard to watch in a reality tv setting because it's like yeah it was just it was just tough to watch uh for me anyways oh game shows (laughs) i don't want to watch it's just fun to watch them the nice thing is they don't require you know a whole lot of thought in the sense of like always following the people through week through week through week kind of thing like a like a regular show you get to kind of just zone out and either focus on what they're doing on or just root for them um i know on like uh um who wants to be a millionaire once it got to a certain point i'm like i don't know i'm just rooting for you i guess this you tell me your process oh yes i would not have guessed that oh you're right good okay good <laughs> no kind of thing so i yeah it's uh it's interesting i know we're kind of running a little on time here um, any any closing thoughts on game shows in general, gentlemen? I'll never stop watching them. I know that for sure. No, <laughs> entertaining. Time. Yeah, I mean, and I mean the fact. Well, that's that's obvious. Take this full circle that Netflix has Jeopardy on it. You know, what I mean, yeah. like if if it's there, somebody's requested it and somebody's watching it, which is great. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I'm with you. I'm glad they exist, and I'm glad. Uh, even though, like I said, Bob Barker is always going to be. Uh, Price is right. I'm glad to see Drew Carey's keeping the tradition alive. Looking forward to whoever does it for Jeopardy. Um, I don't think Pat Sajak will ever die, so he's going to be doing it for a long time. He's been cloned at least like 30 times. I, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah I got to say, for uh, his age, both he and Vanna look really good. Mm-hmm. They're looking well, they've aged very mean, well. I wonder how much plastic surgery they've all had. But that's, Yeah, that's true yeah, too. I'll, I'll make this one final comment. I don't particularly find any of the newer... Like, oh, uh, this is a new format of a game show. Uh, interesting. Like, everything that I enjoy is either the the old mm-hmm. version or some, like what you're talking about, like Family Feud hosted by somebody different or the celebrity version of Family Feud or whatever. Like, I just, the only thing that I've really enjoyed recently that's kind of like newer uh, is probably Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like. Mm. I mean, Deal or No Deal was okay, and um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader was okay, but it, it's the classics, man. I'm just, I, I guess, I'm just a classics retro game show kind of guy. But we see, have um, even Are You with, Smarter Than um, a Fifth Grader with Millionaire, and it's very that's, entertaining. That's kind of retro in itself already, too. You yeah, know, it's not anymore. A, I wouldn't define it as a current generation game show because it it's over 15 years old, the yeah. initial one. Yeah, and yeah. you know, right. rest in peace, Regis Philbin oh. as well, since. We're talking about oh, everybody yeah, else that totally. passed away. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I guess I don't like any new ones at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what would, I mean, that, that, you know what, let's close with this. What are the new ones even where people are watching now? And, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking these competition shows, cause they all seem to be, right. um, they all seem to be celebrity oriented, right. which is interesting, but yeah, I mean there, I wouldn't go around saying there is anything new per se. I guess or maybe the wall game that the wall. Yeah. I mentioned. Good call. Good call. 
I do kind of want to see Supermarket Suite with Leslie Jones hosting. Mm-hmm. But again, just a remake of an That's old right. one. Right, right. Yeah. The only newer format show that I like, and it's just because I enjoy music, is probably Beat Shazam or something of the sort because it ties mm-hmm. in with pop culture. It sure. shows the variation about knowledge between this genre and that genre. But aside from that, I'm not really fond of anything else. Mm-hmm. Real quick. I, I, I know, again, sorry, but I am keep dragging this out. I have to tell you guys a story. So um, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, Family Bingo Night on ABC when they had it. Mm-mm. It was on Friday nights. I never watched it either. But uh, a friend of mine came over and we were, this was uh, like shortly after we were done with college and we're flipping through the TVs and we're like, where should we go eat? Whatever. And we're flipping through and we flipped to that. And if somebody we knew from high school was on it <laughs> and we watched her win $60,000 and then we left, we left cool. We were mad because we're not big fans of this person, but no. we're like, God damn it. Kind of thing. You know, uh, I saw her, saw her a little bit later. I'm like, can I have 10 bucks? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you won sixty thousand. Oh, I had to pay my student loans with that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I probably only got half that after tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Point. But anyway, I do know that actually. I actually know somebody who's actually won at something, which is nice. So cool. My well, final honestly, thought in all of that, um, the whole Safeway thing. You know how they give away a million dollars. There is a local yes. girl that works for my company that actually won the million dollars like two years ago. Oh, oh wow. no and I commend her because she still works a nominal job at the company. Like she's not wow. you know, an executive or anything like that, but she still does her nine to five job. So hats off to her. Good, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. See, our Safeway giveaway here is is super rigged because it's not just like you don't just buy something and you get entered. It's you buy something and you get entered. And then for the person that gets selected to win the million dollars, a Vancouver Canuck has to score five goals in a game. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay. It's tough enough for them to score five goals as a team on most nights, let alone one single player scoring five goals, and then that person could win. So in other words, they just don't want to pay out. Oh, they, this this contest has been rolling for like the last like 30 years probably, and nobody's ever won. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, thank you for joining us this week for this topic. It's been wonderful. And speaking of game shows, Joey, what time is it? This is almost Jeopardy. Oh, nice. <laughs> so in honor of the passing of the legend, Alex Trebek, we will be playing a Jeopardy-style game. Uh, there will be four categories, uh, and the amounts are going to be one, two, three, four, and $500. Uh, they, I did try my best to make it to where they are escalating. Like, in other words, the questions get more difficult as the amount goes up. Tried my best. Uh, there will be two daily doubles where you can wager and a final Jeopardy. There are no traps, so we're just uh, keeping it fun tonight. Uh, you will need a buzz in uh, to answer. Uh, if you get the right answer, you get the, the money. If you get the wrong answer, then you lose that amount. And we will flip an imaginary coin that I don't really have, and I'll just go with Nate first. Rigged. Okay. Well, the first name I wrote down. (laughs) So Uh, uh, the four categories that you have to choose from are U.S. presidents, game shows, Will Ferrell movies, (laughs) and my favorite category. Potpourri. 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 Yes. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Well played. Well played. So, Um, Nate, kick us off. Let's go U.S. presidents for 100. Okay. U.S. presidents for 100. Remember, answer in the form of a question. 
the third president, but featured on the $2 bill. Ryan is first in. Mr. Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is correct. Very good. Well done, sir. We didn't answer in the form of a question. Oh, I I won't take his points off, but I'll let him slide. But yeah, we're going to we're going to try to stick with the the Jeopardy format. Yeah, good point. Sorry, Nate. Who who are the first? Who is for who are you said the third one? So who are the first two? Do you know who the first two presidents of the United States? No, we're on the oh, I, okay. I thought you said there were. He I wasn't was listening was, to the question clearly. I didn't hear it correctly. <laughs> You're right. He was the third president, but he's on the two dollar bill. I thought he was saying the third president on the two dollar bill. Got yeah, that's it. what I thought he said too. Uh, um, Clint, stop eating the edibles today. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. like oh, I know the answer, anyways. But that's what that, I heard. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they can do the math on that, right? Yeah, uh, I was looking it. at a three dollar bill. <laughs> Are you limp biscuit? <laughs> All right, Ryan, you have control of the board, uh, sir. We will do – I'm going to stay away from the category I think everybody's thinking I would go. Let's do Game Show's 300. You're not going to do Potpourri, huh? Or uh, Will Ferrell, huh? No, I'll save that. <laughs> All right. Okay, Game Show's for 300. Oh, for three. <laughs> you might be smarter than a fifth grader, or you might be a redneck if you're this Game Show host. Ryan. Who is Mr. Jeff Foxworthy? Very good. Ryan, you were on a roll, sir. Choose and again. And I have 400, so I'm keeping track here. Uh, we'll stay on game shows, and we'll do 200. Okay, game shows for 200. Contestants on this game show yell the phrase, no whammy, no whammy. Clint, was that you that buzzed in? Yeah, I'm, did. I'm having hard I, I believe that. I believe that's test your luck. No. Anybody yeah. else want to buzz in? That's going to be a minus 200 for Clint. Ryan. Oh, what is press your luck? Yeah, damn it. Press your luck is correct. Very good. Okay. Ryan, you still have control of the board. Okay, 600. Oh, that's a plus sign. Stay on game shows. We'll do 400. Okay. Game shows for 400. Your clue. Until 1998, this was the bonus prize for a perfect bid in contestants row on The Price is Right. Uh, Clint's first to answer again. What is what is $100? That is correct. Very good. Yeah, he almost went after. He had to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have two hundred. Uh, yes, I'll go. Uh, U.S. presidents, do please. U.S. presidents for two hundred. Hawaii is the birthplace of this president. Oh come on! Dang man, you disrespecting your own people over there, right? <laughs> you got it in before me. What can I say? All right, Clint. Who is our who is friend of the podcast, Barack Obama? <laughs> Your friend of the podcast is correct. All right. So that's going to be 200 points for you, Clint. And you have control of the board. Let's give you as presidents 300, please. That is the daily double. And right now you are sitting at $400. Uh, I'll wager two, please. 
the, dude, the question was $300 and you're only going to wager two. Well, I just, okay, fine. I'll wager three. <laughs> so it's going to wager all $400. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just trying to tie Ryan. Do three. Remember, do all 400. Do all 400. Let's go. All 400. This one's only for you. Okay. Nobody else can buzz in. The Bushes were the second father son to serve as U.S. president. This is the last name of the first. What is Adams? What is Adams is correct. You are now up to eight hundred dollars. And you know the second one was. Forward. Well, it was John Adams and John. Oh, the second one. Yeah. What do you mean the second no, one? No, no, I mean like the the second Adams. Oh, it was John oh, Quincy Adams. Okay, I, yeah, was just, Adams. I was just being. <laughs> it was John Quincy adding machine, according to Futurama. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's go game shows for one, please. Game shows for one hundred. Your clue. This show premiered October nineteen eighty six as Nickelodeon's first game show. Clint, what is Double Dare? Double Dare is correct for another hundred dollars. And you still have control of the board. Go presidents for four, please. Presidents for 400. Your clue. This is the only president to serve in the role without ever being elected. Oh. If we don't lose points, I, I would guess, because I think I know, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not confident either. <laughs> you're, gonna get, you're gonna guess there, Nate? No, because I don't <laughs> want to go. I'd rather have zero points than negative Nate points. <laughs> oh, that's probably a thing of square. Yeah, I'm not. So, I'm not confident, but I think no. I know who it is. Okay, so, so tell me what your guesses are, since there's no penalty now or Ford. no reward. Ford was correct. Okay. So Richard Nixon, vice president, that was elected with him was Spiro Agnew. Agnew got into some trouble before Nixon did. Mm -hmm. Nixon. Uh, nominated ford then ford of course took over for nixon yeah. <laughs> what is spirit agnew uh anagram it's um it's like without a penis or something like that <laughs> i can't remember what it was they said it on john oliver yeah anyway okay uh, i control the board potpourri for one please potpourri for 100 this geometric shape is typically used for stop signs Clint. What is an octagon? Octagon is correct. <laughs> Thank you, Ava, for learning your shape. <laughs> <laughs> the anagram for Spiro Agnew is grow a penis. Grow a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I knew it was something uh, like that. Oh, man. Okay. You still have control of the board. Uh, potpourri for two, please. Potpourri for 200. This award winning author pinned the bestseller. Jurassic Park. Nate. Who oh, is shoot. Michael Creighton? Yep. Very good. I didn't have Nate my letter in there and board. I hit enter. Shit. Fail. It's like it's like when you're actually watching Jeopardy and they're sitting there pounding their, their buzzer, but they won't work because somebody else already buzzed in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nate. Um, let's stick with Potpourri for 300. Potpourri for 300. Your clue. This alcohol is mainly made from juniper berries. Clint. What is gin? Gin is correct for the resident alcoholic. Oh. 
<laughs> Wasn't that a question like two weeks ago? In yeah, your I was going to say it's come up yeah. recently. Something too. similar. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, tequila and the agave plant. Right. If you said potato, oh, I would have buzzed it. Yeah, potato would have been all over. But <laughs> although all it right. can be made from grapes too. Oh Nate. no, no, no! You know what juniper berries is? It's from uh, um, mystery uh, party from game night. That's what it was from. Oh. Oh. Okay, now game night. Control of the board. Um. Do it. Break the seal. No. Potpourri for five. Wuss. Oh, you're skipping over it? Skipping over the 400 for potpourri? Oh, has it not been taken? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, guess I don't want to influence you, but yeah, yep. 500. We'll do 500 then. Yep. This is... Uh... Okay. This is interesting. Uh, the <laughs> airspeed of an unladen swallow can be found out by watching this film. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I hate all of you for not knowing this answer. Oh, by I have a guess, but I'm, I'm not. I don't know. Cutting you all off from my friendship circle. Ooh, are we going to stop the count? Does that mean I win? It, it oh, is no. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, thank you for laughing at that. Uh, that's the correct answer was. Oh, don't tell me. Is it is it Planet Earth? No. Okay. Okay. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm. You're was right. it really? That's, that's... I don't remember hearing yeah. that. I got to watch yeah. it again. It's one of the trivia questions they have to. Uh, uh, answer to the guy that's guarding the bridge. Uh, they ask him what kind of swallow, if it's an African swallow or something else, and he doesn't know, so he gets tossed in the <laughs> in the in the ravine. Wow! All um, right, you still have control of the board. All then. right, let's close out potpourri for four. I thought that was taken. That's the only reason I didn't say it earlier. All righty, the pineapple plant originated on this continent. Ryan, uh, I might be wrong here, but I'm gonna guess. Uh, continent South America. South America is correct. Okay, well done, sir. Yeah, very good. That was like our first fact, I think, when we did pineapple facts. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, yeah, like it was, was 68 to, episodes ago. I've got a, th a few uh callbacks in this uh yeah. in this game. I thought y'all would like it. You're right, I we do like it right now. Uh, Nate has 200, uh, Ryan has a thousand, I have uh, 1100. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a thousand. Did you get another trivia question? I've got a one. Oh no, I'm sorry. That was potpourri for four hundred, not five hundred. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my fault. Uh, and then uh, Clint is in the lead with uh, thirteen hundred dollars. Mm. So we have U.S. presidents for five hundred, mm. game shows for five hundred, and then the entire Will Ferrell movie column. <laughs> so, Ryan, um, let's close out presidents. Closing out presidents for 500. Your clue. Roosevelt served this baseball appropriate meal to the king and queen of England while serving as president. Baseball appropriate. I don't want to guess. I have a guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not confident. Ryan, you sure you don't want to guess? Nate. Oh, Nate's that. in there. Nice. What is hot dog? Hot dog is correct. Very uh, yeah, the meal thing is what threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like hot I mean, yeah. yeah. I was like, sir, hmm. it's what is glizzy? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> what is I don't know if it's bingo square, but it should be. Yeah. All right. Where are you going, going now, Nate? I'm sticking with game shows for 500. Game shows for 500. Final clue for that category. Contrary to popular belief, Pat Sajak was not the first host of Wheel of Fortune. 
that honor goes to this original host of Love Connection. Oh, you said his name earlier. <laughs> Wait, did you buzz in early without me? He did. He did. I, did. Oh, yeah. I got, I got, I got tr tr uh, trigger finger there, which is going to kill me. Um, original Love Connection host. Shit. Dee Dee. I don't know. Dee Dee Dee. Okay. Is somebody else going to buzz in? Hell no. No, not for 500. Yeah. The correct answer was, we'll be back in two and two with Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. There it is. Mm. You said it earlier. I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. Say it earlier. Told you there would be a couple of callbacks. All right. We have left the Will Ferrell movies category. And who has control of the board? I can't remember. Uh, Ryan, I believe, does. Ryan. Okay. No, no, no. Nate does. I'm sorry. Nate does. He got yeah, a hot dog. He got the hot dog. Oh, yeah. Hot dog. All right. Let's just start with 100 for Will Ferrell. 100 for Will Ferrell. Your clue. In the 2007 comedy Blades of Glory, Chaz Michael Michaels tells Jimmy McElroy they will only dance to this song by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, I don't know this. Oh, I actually shit. never I saw this movie. Oh, you should. It's uh, actually very funny. It's really funny. Yes. It's underrated. Jenna Fisher's in it and uh, Will Forte and... Uh, um, yeah, John Hader from yeah, uh, yeah, John Hader, Napoleon Dynamite, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, Will For Will not Will Forte, Will Arnett, and uh, his wife at the time. I was gonna say Leslie Nope, that's not her name. I don't uh, know. I'm passing. I'm not answering. I'm we will take a guess. One song and one song only, and that song is what? Uh, that what is uh, my humps? Yep. Yes. My I was like, I know it. I know it's the bumps, but why can't I think of any of the song? Okay. Good job, Nate. All right. So, Nate, that's 100 for you, and you have control of the board. Let's go Will Ferrell for two. That is the other daily double, where only you can answer. And you currently have 800 points. Where Well, Clint did have the lead, but then he dropped it all on. What was that? Four or 500? It was five. 500. I mean, it was one. Yeah, it was one. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's down to 800. So you're actually tied with him. And uh, Ryan is actually in the lead now uh, with 1,000 points. Uh, let's we'll, – we'll go with 200. We'll, go, we'll stick conservative. Oh, what a sissy. I know. <laughs> Here we go. Your daily double clue. In Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby calls on this A-list celebrity to use his witchcraft to save him. Uh, he doesn't know. Who is Tom Cruise? There it is. Yes, he did know should, that. I, that's why I'm kicking myself for not uh, wagering more points because, yeah. I should have forced you like I did with Tom well, well, the way I understand Daily Doubles that actually work is that they still are like the question that would be at that level. It's just you can change right. the points. Yeah. So, yeah. Right, right, okay. right. right. So, so that's the bonus for the uh, uh, damn. The correct yeah. answer is who is Baby Jesus? <laughs> he is, Baby who is Jesus Oprah is Winfrey? famous, but he's not a uh, A-list celebrity. Well, you are I, not. I disagree. Oh, Jesus he would be if he's in a little tuxedo. <laughs> People still worship that guy, and he's been dead for two thousand years. Come on now. <laughs> All right, you got control the board, Nate. All right, three hundred for Will Ferrell, please. Okay. Down on his luck, Brennan Huff finally gets his big break at this outdoor gala in Step Brothers. Ryan. What is the effing Catalina wine mixer? <laughs> yes, sir. 
That is correct. <laughs> Ryan is now back in the lead. That was my yeah. wedding reception, you guys. Just want you to know that. Don't forget, <laughs> we still have a final Jeopardy question coming up. But, Ryan, you have control of the board, and we have two questions left. Rolled it. Roll it down to four. Rolling it down to four. Your clue in Will Ferrell movies. Jackie Moon's ABA team, the Tropics, was a basketball team from this Michigan city. Clint. What is Flint? Flint is correct. Okay. Last question. Last clue, excuse me. In the 2010 animated movie Megamind, Farrell's arch nemesis, Metro Man, was voiced by this two-time Oscar winner. Oh. Ooh. Clint. Who is Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt is correct. Very good, sir. So, heading into Final Jeopardy, uh, Clint has $1,700, I believe. I hope my math's correct. I'm a little bit better than Nate. Uh, <laughs> only, by only by a bit. Uh, Nate has a thousand. I believe I have thirteen. And yes, that's what I was about to say. And Ryan has thirteen. So we're really anybody's game at this point. So here's how we're going to do it because I know it's been a while since we've done a full on one like this. So I'm going to give you all a few seconds to decide how much you want to wager. I want you to go ahead and type it into the chat and not hit enter until I say so. So that way nobody kind of knows ahead of time what your wager is. Okay. Can we get a category? Uh, category is Final Jeopardy. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's uh... Okay. So you have 10 seconds, 9 seconds, 8 seconds, 3 seconds, <laughs> 1 second, enter. Okay, Ryan has wagered 500 points. Uh, Nate has wagered 999 points. Not a bad strategy. And Clint has decided to make it difficult on me and my <laughs> math uh, off the top of my head and gone with 695 for his wager. Now, remember, during the Final Jeopardy, Final Jeopardy category, uh, you will type out your answer when you think you know it, and then I will tell you all when to hit send so are y'all ready for your final jeopardy final jeopardy question yes do it all right here we go alex trebek cameoed as himself on many a tv show and movie over his career including an episode of this 1990 tv comedy episode titled what is cliff clavin Enter. <laughs> and uh, Ryan guessed the pen is mightier. No, read it right. Sword. It's not the pen is mightier. You say it then. Let them words touch your lips. What is the penis mightier? 
And both Clint and Nate had the correct answer of what is Cheers. And our winner this week with $1,395 that they will never actually see is Clinton Croquet. Don't you mean mean $2,395? Yeah, $2,300. Isn't that what I said? You said $13. I was like, wait a second. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. $2,395. Yeah, I was... Trying to Thinking one you. thing and saying another one. Apparently. All good. Just as long as we're clear. That was fun. Yeah. Good job. That, that was, fun. A, that was a, an excellent homage. Yes. To our Alex Trebek into the game of Jeopardy. Um, I'm glad. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear it's probably gonna stick around, but it just won't be the same. So. Ah, that was fun. Good job, Joey. As always. Yes. Thank you. The reason we and I know you were just on and we talked about this earlier, the Toy Rewind podcast, and you didn't have to do their game. And it was nice relief, but you do such a good job. That's why we keep making you do it. Or just I keep asking you to do it and you keep yeah. obliging. But uh, we you could always say no. You could. You know. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's All the right. end of the game. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for tuning in forever. We're gone. <laughs> forever. We're done. Forever. Never no more again. Games. Never again. Um, yes. Thank you, Joey. Uh, we love it. It was a good time. Um, thanks, everyone, again for tuning in with us this week um and hearing us talk about game shows and uh, jeopardy and and playing along at home with uh with our little jeopardy game show made by joey um so yeah a couple of quick housekeeping things before we wrap it up this week uh make sure you're following us on twitter instagram at the underscore dorksman uh always email us at dorksman at gmail.com keep the ask dorksman questions coming um we've got quite a few things going on we've got uh, extra life uh, as part of the nerds unite there's a bigger umbrella of a bunch of streamers you'll see that all over twitter uh lots of money being raised for a really really good cause so i encourage you to check it out uh ryan will be streaming monday thursday saturday on his channel the asian tony stark yes uh work permitting and just give him a follow on twitter to to see when he'll be live uh, Clint will be doing his thing with Sully on Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash the dorksman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be some um, probably Mario Kart Tuesday. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah. And what else? We and Dorksman game night on Friday. Yes. Dorksman game night Friday. Uh, please come hang out. It was a really good time. It always is. Um, so thanks for everyone that tunes into that. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. You were mentioning Movember, which is also a cause. Be watching my yes. my socials for more information on that. Exactly. Lots of good charities, lots of good things to keep an eye out for. And and as we mentioned earlier in the pre-party, uh, we know money is not an easy thing to come by these days with uncertainty. Um, so don't feel obliged to donate. Uh, if you can afford to, that's more than you know encouraged and we, we love it and we're happy that money goes to a good cause. But uh, just raising awareness and spreading the word is also doing plenty. Yes. And uh, we do appreciate that. Absolutely. Totally. Well said. Yep. Well yeah. said. So anyone else got anything before we wrap it up this week? No, sir. No? All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Um, that's my secret. I'm always angry. I'll take states that end in Hampshire for $500. <laughs> <laughs> word homies. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>